KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Standing by to join me is Indian American musical artist Sahil Bhargava. Did I get that right? Yep, that's it. Okay. And you're competing against Paul McCartney, Yo-Yo Ma at the LA Shorts International Film Festival for Best Music Video Award. Whoa. How does that feel? Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I found out a couple of weeks ago and I still haven't fully processed it. You know, like how, how do I process that? Those guys are absolute legends and it's such a big honor to be, you know, mentioned in the same category as them. So I'm extremely excited and, you know, fingers crossed, you know, we get the good results, but uh, I'm just excited to actually be involved with the festival, you know? Absolutely. You know, I understand because I am a writer and we get mm -hmm. a lot of rejection. I don't know about you, but you know, mm -hmm. we get oh, rejection yeah. and you keep trying and trying. Um, but to be, you know, here you are nominated in two categories, animation mm -hmm. and music video for your song. How do you pronounce it? Kohima? Kohima. Yep. Kohima. How did this all come about this project? Well, I mean, I've been, uh, writing a couple of songs for this specific, you know, project since I think even before the lockdown, but Kohima itself started during the first wave of Corona during the first wave of the lockdown. And, uh, I was working on a project that had me researching a lot of famous battles in history. Okay. Um, and Kohima, the battle of Kohima is a big world war II battle that took place in Northeastern India. You know, a lot of local Naga Northeastern, uh, Indian soldiers actually fought in this conflict. And uh, it was against the Japanese who were trying to invade through the east or the northeast rather. Okay. And so I was reading about this battle and it caught my eye because number one, it is a horrible, bloody, crucial battle that took place, you know, in 1944. And it isn't talked about nearly as much as a lot of the others like Stalingrad, you know, it's one that was absolutely pivotal, not just for Indian history, but also for World War II history. And so uh, for me, it caught my eye. But the key thing that I wanted to emphasize in the song when I started writing it was I didn't want to focus on the war as a whole or like the strategy of they do this, they do that. I wanted to focus on the opinion of one soldier, the perspective, or the emotions of one soldier as he's trying to, you know, navigate through this hellish battle, his panic, his desperation, his sheer will to survive and just go home. Yeah. You know? And that's really what Kohima is all about. It is a song that focuses on that individual soldier's perspective and his experience in this horrifying battle. Uh, tell me the process of putting this together. I mean, have sure. you always done animation? How did you learn how to do this? Well, I've been working in, I mean, I've been doing music since I was a kid. Like I started singing as soon as I you know, figured out that I could sing, you know? That's good. Um, but uh, as far as the animation side goes, I've been working as an animation writer for Rainshine Entertainment. You know, I'm now their head of teen and adult animation. And so I focus more on the narrative, you know, more mature kind of animation stuff. But I, I've been working in animation on the kids side for the last five years. And so for me, animated videos is kind of my, it's my comfort zone. You know, I watch a lot of animated shows and movies and stuff too, just for fun. Yes. Um, and so, when we were thinking about Kohima, you know, I thought that animation would be great because you, you can get a lot of, you know, a lot of emotional moments and still have a lot of scale in animation in a way that certainly during a pandemic was very, very tough to do in live action. You know, Kohima allows us to explore a big World War II battle, but still focus on the guy's facial expressions, which I thought were crucial for this song. You know, the video itself almost feels like you're flipping through a comic book because it spends so much time on certain still images. Yes, time. I can see that. Yeah. The meaning of Kohima? 
Kohima is the name of a uh, city in Nagaland, which is in the northeastern part of India. Okay. Mm -hmm. What people don't realize, it takes a long time to do animation. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And especially with the music, I had to essentially lock the song in completely before we even started the animation process. So I, you know, I wrote the lyrics first, then wrote the music, then had to record everything and work with another, you know, producer uh, who was actually in Bombay. Uh, never actually met oh. him in person. Actually, I never met my co-director, Harmeet Rahal. I never met him in person either, the co-director in the animation video. We only worked together online. So, is, uh, wait, excuse me, is that because of the pandemic or is that it's, just normal? Well, yes, it's 90% it's because of the pandemic and 10% okay. because I'm here in LA and they're in Bombay. Okay. But I mean, I go to Bombay a lot because my family lives there. So I would have probably, <laughs> I would have probably met them at some point. Right. Uh, but yeah, the pandemic has made it tough to go back to India at all. I haven't actually been for two years. So, um, you know, mm -hmm. I definitely for Kohima and all of my other songs, I've been working remotely with people. And, you know, with Kohima, once we locked in the music, we went into the animation side. And that's when we, you know, Harith and I started working together on the video. And how long did it take? Uh, the overall project, I started writing the song in like April 2020. And the video came out in April 2021. So I guess about that much time, like a yeah. year. That's but there takes. was a lot of other songs and projects that were there too. Like I had a couple of other songs that came out between, you know, when I started writing Kohima and when it actually released. And so it, you know, cumulatively would have taken like a couple of months for sure on the music and then a couple, like a month or two for the animation. Incredible. How do you feel knowing this is out there in the world? Just in general? Oh, uh, I mean, it's so exciting. Like I've been wanting to do music since I was a kid as, you know, as I wanted to sing, I wanted to write. And, mm -hmm. you know, my music, all of my songs are stories, you know, Kohima is a short story of this soldier, Mama, which is my other release was a short story about a young woman growing up in an oppressive and hostile environment. My next song, which will be out in August is about a samurai, you know? Uh, and that's right. part of my EP that'll be coming out soon. All of my songs are short stories. And for me, that's very exciting because you know, I've studied so many different styles of music. I'm a trained actor, I'm a writer. My, making my music about storytelling allows me to kind of take all of those skill sets and put them together, yes. you know? And it, it takes a little bit of my musical theater background, a little bit of my background as a rock guitarist and rock singer, mm -hmm. and, you know, a little bit of my background as an actor and allows me to kind of express all of that in one place. And all, on top of that, adding the animation stuff in means that I'm really getting to be a guy wearing a lot of different hats, but it's hats that are comfortable for me. Yes. And so, um, you know, it's so exciting for me to actually have this EP coming out in August, which Kohima will be one of the songs on, because it's the culmination of, you know, the entire pandemic, what I was doing during the pandemic was this, um, in addition to my actual job, of course. Wow. And the name of your company again is? The company is Rainshine. They're a uh, entertainment company. They're based in India, and I'm part of the LA-based division for them. They okay. do a lot of animated movies, animated shows. I mean, they do live action stuff too, but like what I do for them, I mean, it's Amazing. a lot of animated stuff. Like we're working on an animated feature right now, which is uh, very, very exciting stuff. And hopefully down the line, we'll have more stuff coming out on there too. And it's been very cool having my stuff come out in parallel with the development of those things. Cause you right. get to see very different sides of the entertainment. Yes. Um, I guess the entertainment space. And they get to see these different sides of you. Oh yeah, they're right? totally supportive. They're totally into it. And in many ways it does help like getting nominated in the animation category. I would say so. It really yeah. does help me in terms of being able to do more projects because now mm -hmm. I'm, well, I'm, I'm more established, you know, I'm still an upcoming artist as far as I'm concerned. I'm, I've been playing music for 20 years but I've never released music as a solo artist before, you know? Mm -hmm. And so 
I'm still an emerging artist, but at the same time, like being able to work on animated movies and stuff like that, I think all of those skill sets, while different, do help each other grow. And so it's yeah. very exciting for me to do a lot of different things and, you know, figure out how to balance them. Yeah. I, I think that uh, having a lot of different interests and skills that kind of overlap makes you very adaptable. So here we are in a pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, the acting industry was hit so hard, right? Mm-hmm. You know, oh my God, yeah. you weren't going and auditioning. No. Agencies were shuttered. But if you can sit at home and write and get inspired in some way, you know, mentally, you're going to stay resilient. You're going to stay creative, oh, right? Absolutely. And like all of the songs that are coming out in, uh, you know, Kohima, Mama, Wind, and Ronan, I, uh, that's the next song. I technically wrote that before the pandemic, but I recorded it like a week before lockdown. Whoa. You know, and then we were doing all the production work during the lockdown. Like all of these songs were what I was doing during the pandemic. You know, mm-hmm. I took a break from acting and certainly didn't go on any auditions or anything because like, right. we can't. We can't. Uh, and I focused more on exactly what you said, writing, creating, mm-hmm. doing whatever I could remotely. I actually recorded Kohima. The vocals for it were recorded like right here. You know, that mic stand over there and my mic's over there. But like, yeah. you know, I did it all right over here because like there were no studios that were open during June and July. Like it yes. was so unsafe. Yeah. Uh, and certainly like in February when we had, I think that was the second wave of that, if I'm correct. Uh, yes. That's when I recorded Kohima's vo- vocals again, you know, like it's uh, it's so hard to do things. And so like many other voice actors, writers, I've had to step up my game right. or, or singers too. You know, I've had to step up my game over here, like what I can do during the pandemic. And I'm really, you know, proud of the fact that I was able to get this stuff done. And I've got more songs coming out after my EP as well that have been done in a pseudo lockdown type situation in 2021. So I feel like, uh, I don't know you very well, but maybe you're more creative than you've ever been because of the lockdown. I say I've been more productive. I don't know about more creative, but certainly more productive. productive. Yeah, for sure. Like it, it, it definitely helps that before the lockdown, I wasn't quite as fired up and I was tr- still trying to make sure I could sing a certain way and do a certain mm-hmm. couple of things. And so the timing coincided with me being physically and emotionally ready and also yeah. having less distractions because I couldn't go out anywhere. Right. Um, but certainly like this last year of, or year and a half of pa- the you know, awful, awful pandemic that we've had to, you know, everyone had to endure. The only silver lining I can point to is the fact that I was really productive and I got a lot of stuff done. And now as the world's right. opening up, I'm excited to go out there and play live shows and put movies out there with rain shine and hopefully act in some stuff too. If I am able to uh, acting, I think is probably lower down as, as far as like my priorities than singing, singing is my sure. bread and butter, yeah. but you know, I'm excited to go out there and play a show. Like that's my first big thing I want to do. Like it's like number one on my list is just play to an audience. Oh, I, I have know. a lot of music to share, you know? <laughs> Not an audience of like 10. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I don't mind starting with an audience of 10. I, I, I want to build up just as want much anyone. as I can. Yeah, right, course. right. Yeah. Like coffee shop gigs are fun in their own way. My music sure. is very cinematic and expansive, but I'm, yeah. you know, trying to figure out how I can play them with just the piano or just a guitar and so on. Right. And, figure out how versatile I can be. Cause to your point, adaptability is so important in a post pandemic entertainment space. Yeah. You, know? you never know what kind of performances you're going to be able to do. Do you use, um, you know, looping? Do you use, um, not too much. Ableton, I, anything like that? Oh, uh, as far as like, um, digital workstations go, yeah. I use logic on my Mac until my Mac decides it doesn't want to work anymore, which is 
frequently. And then I've got a PC back there, which I use Cubase on. That's where I'll like work my demos and do my mixing. I'm not really a producer or an engineer. I'm more of a composer. So I got tend it. to actually write out the sheet music, like in music notation form. I'm one yeah. of those guys. Uh, and then I'll work with a guy who is much more qualified and much more talented at the production mixing side than I am. Sure. And it allows me to focus on the singing performance aspects, the writing story aspects, and of yes. course the music harmony aspects, which is what I really enjoy doing. That's great. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, what advice would you give to somebody watch, uh, listening to this who um, mm -hmm. is struggling creatively in the sure. pandemic? You know, they, they are an actor, they are a writer, and mm -hmm. they're just feeling like, they're just feeling uninspired. Well, I'm gonna try and organize this because it's totally off the top of my head. But number one, I guess, if you're feeling uninspired, one of the things that helped me is, and I think it, I guess it comes across in how we've been talking, mm -hmm. switch gears, you know, there are times when I'm stuck on lyrics and so I'll just switch to working on the music for either that song or another one. Or sometimes it's something as simple as going and watching an animated show or a live right. action movie or something, you know, uh, yeah. Kohima was inspired by a historical event. Mama was inspired by a Japanese show called The Promised Neverland, which I watched. And then like the day after I wrote the entire song, wow. you know, uh, Wind, which is another song on the upcoming EP was inspired by the video game, actually a specific scene from the video game, The Last of Us, which is like a dystopian pseudo zombie kind of game. But I focus on a very different aspect of like, <laughs> like a specific scene from it. All of these came from me wanting to write something and then deciding that I need to take a break and switch gears. And that really helps me, you know? I mean, yeah. I also with my job, I'm always focusing on like different projects and stuff like that for the animation side. And so it really helps me to be able to turn my brain off in one regard and turn it on in another way and figure things out. Yes. The other thing I guess, if someone's feeling stuck from a, you know, technical standpoint or something like that, I mean, the best advice I was ever given is to practice, 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 and practice. Like you, you can always produce, if you're a writer, if you're an actor, you can always do writings just for yourself and see how it feels, or maybe write for one or two people to see what it feels like, or acting, right. do self tapes, do monologues and stuff like that, you know? Yes. There's so many different ways to practice. And certainly with music, I think anyone who's taken piano lessons knows how the, how the practice stuff can really impact you if you do it correctly. And so um, that for me would be another big set of advice I give to people, you know? As a singer, I do 90 minute drills every day for my voice or every 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 day that I'm able to given scheduling issues, you know? What does um, that entail, me, a 90 minute drill? Oh, it's it's exercise. It's 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 a lot of like breath work because like, mm -hmm. you know, breathing is the essence of singing. Ultimately, I think everything is driven by how relaxed you can be breathing. Even if you're singing aggressive rock music, even if you're doing metal music and screaming or you're singing jazz, it's all about making sure you're not overburdening yourself with your breathing and making sure you're not tightening so much up. Sure. And so it's a lot of breathing work. It's a lot of pitch work. It's a lot of, I mean, sometimes I'll do scales, but I do a lot of weirder things too. Cause I, my training has been all over the place with jazz, classical, metal and everything. And so, mm -hmm. um, I think that, you know, the 90 minute drills, the way I approach it is like I'd approach going to the gym. You know, yes. I'm doing exercises to do them and I'll do maybe 45 minutes to an hour of just music drills and exercises and then 30 minutes of singing the songs that I need to work on. You know, and these days it's a lot of my originals because I'm trying to get those ready for live. But yes. sometimes it'll be other artist songs so I can learn like how did Freddie Mercury sing the way he did? How does Chester Bennington sing the way he does? How does, mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, a guy on Broadway, you know, someone who's like a Sondheim musical, how did they sing the way they do, you know? Because mm -hmm every single singer has something to teach me. And yes. so I love, I love being able to learn from different artists as well and figure out how I can put my own stamp on things in my way from the lessons I learned from others. You definitely have a huge love of learning. 
Oh yeah, for sure. I've been doing it for so long. You know, and I'm a I'm a big nerd, so I'm I'm very proud of that. <laughs> that's good. Where can people find out more about you and your film? Sure. Um, so uh, my music is on YouTube at Sahil Bargava. It's on Spotify at Sahil Bargava. The spelling is S A A H I L. That's two A's. S A A H I L and Bargava is B H A R G A V A. Um, okay. You can also find me on Facebook or Spotify or Instagram. Instagram is at Sahil Bargava. Facebook is at Sahil Bargava Music, and so on. Like I'm, I'm all over the place. So please do come check out my music. Give me a like on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, go check out my stuff on Spotify. Whatever floats your boat, really. I'm everywhere. Excellent. And I put all your info on the show blog, which is getting. Oh, thank you. Show. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you so much. Sure. Um, and. Uh, so what are you waiting for right now as far as, you know, we, we know mm -hmm. where this is going to be? Like, mm -hmm. when will decisions be made? Well, at the time of recording, it's in four days. So I am, uh, oh. <laughs> I'm you know, trying not to poop my pants. I'm just <laughs> patiently waiting and hoping for the best. And even if it's not, you know, a win, yeah. I'm still happy that I was nominated. Like, it was yes. such a big deal for yeah. me. And um, in addition to that, my EP will be out in mid-August. And so that's another thing to look forward to. It's not too far away either. Yeah. You know what's cool, though, Sahil, is that I looked at it and I thought, wow, he could do this with so many different subjects in history. Mm -hmm. And you could mm -hmm. capture the attention of kids. Like for me, typically, I couldn't stand history. But when you make it visual and cool and music, you're telling mm -hmm. this impactful story. I really appreciate that. I was a history major in college. And so for me, the most fascinating part about history isn't the what happened, but why, what were yeah. the different perspectives, what were mm -hmm. the emotions that were going through people's heads. And so, yeah. you know, I do plan on writing more stuff about history, about mythology, you know, maybe about interesting games and shows that I watch and uh, maybe sometimes things that are happening in the world that I'm trying to relate to, you know, my music is storytelling and, and the best part about that is it means that I can write about a lot of different things. Some of them will have much more social relevance to today. Some of them might be exactly as you're saying more about invoking or inspiring people to go and research more and learn more about the subject. Cause you know, I like to think that Kohima as a song is just a tip of the iceberg for people who want to learn more about Kohima, the right. historical, you know, battle and also the culture in that incredibly interesting part of India. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Well, congratulations. It was great meeting you and I'm going to be rooting for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was great meeting you too.